Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, beautiful audience. Yes, this is the Cobra Tells All episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, it is an annual state fair tradition. Colleen and Bradley, we've done it, this is their second time. But we, uh, when we broadcast live on the Saturday that we broadcast from the state fair, we like to just kind of throw caution to the wind, toss out any plan of anything, and just tell you some of our favorite stories around the fireside of... Le- the life on my talk. So in the last segment, we talked about, I mean, we basically threw Julie under the bus, but she kind of did it to herself. So we felt fine telling you that story. But she's not the only one that has made a fool of herself on this very radio station. In fact, we have been a- guilty of that on numerous occasions. The most infamous of those occasions involves a fart bag. What is a fart bag, you ask? Well, the problem was we weren't really clear on that before we used it. So, so we <laughs> saw this. It's basically, it looked like a stink bomb. We saw it from Honey Boo Boo. I said, Colleen, I've got these fart bags. It's 4th or 4th of July. It's uh, April Fool's. We should do this. What if we set off a stink bomb on Lori and Julia? And Colleen was like, well, uh... And I was like, oh, okay. Because, uh, see, here's the thing with Lori and Julia. You never know what's going to happen. Right. It's kind of an unknown quantity. Right. So if you're going to play a joke on someone, maybe you want to avoid the, like, what, you, you might want to avoid Lori and you Julia. You don't do it on Lori and Julia. Yeah. Now, I also want to just clarify a little piece of the story. Bradley continues to use the word stink bomb. That was not, if, if somebody would have said stink bomb to well, me. Well, they're called fart bags for crying outside, no, so it sounds like. No, see, this is the thing. I know what a stink bomb is because in junior high, people would let them go all yeah. the time. Bradley was like, that's called a fart bag. It's just going to be like a little poof and then it'll be a bad smell and then yeah. it'll go away. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, it sounds like he's done his research on the fart bag. Fine. Okay, yeah, I'm with this story. This is also, by the way, a cautionary tale of what happens when you don't really play the tape all the way through on yeah, something. That was our fatal flaws. We did yeah. not play the tape through. The tape, as you would play it through, this is a wonderful skill that you know young people should learn because at some point in their life, they will be confronted with someone something and they'll think, oh, that's a great idea, and then learn the hard way that it's not. However, if you play the tape forward, for example, with a, a fart bag, you'd say, well, we don't really know how stinky the fart bag gets. And also, if it's really, really stinky, what are we going to do to dissipate the stinkiness without throwing an entire radio show off the air? 
Okay. So in our heads, though, we thought we'd played the tape all the way through mm-hmm. and said, "Oh well, let's not go down the Lori and Julia the Lori and Julia route because we don't know what their reaction will be." Better yet, let's go down the Marjorie and Elizabeth route. They were the show before ours at that time, and they are a gregarious, outgoing, and friendly bunch. And we figured. You know, they'll play along. This will be all in good fun. Yeah, we'll set off a... St- oh, I should tell you about the fart bag. The cool thing about this thing is you step on it, and then you walk away. And it takes about a minute for you it to You set detonate. it and forget it. Yeah, you literally <laughs> set it and forget it. So you step on it. It's It looks like a, one of those packs of um, uh, like uh, play, uh, trading cards, like baseball yep. trading cards. Like a foil pack. Just a little foil pack that lays flat on the ground. You step on it, and then slowly it starts to... You know, this the gas starts to build, and then it will pop, and poof, send out a cloud of you know what we thought was innocuous noxiousness. A, a tiny little poof of stink, but uh, not a noxious gas. So what ended up happening is uh, we came up with this plan. Here's what we're going to do: we're going to go into the studio during the show while they are on the air, under the guise of bringing them coffee. And then we are going to give them the coffee. They're going to think we've done something to the coffee, but we haven't. And that's it's what they did. They're coffee. like, I'm not drinking that coffee. And if you go back and listen to the tape, you hear them like, I'm not drinking that. This is April Fool's. You all are trying to do something dumb. And we're like, no, we're not. We're totally not. Do you see the genius in this? And so while we were giving them the coffee, I stepped on the fart bag. And then we left. And they were like, I don't know. I don't trust. We should not. These two are up to no good. And then all of the sudden, about 30 seconds later, you hear... And a pop. And they go, something just exploded in here. And they're like, I don't know what's going on. I I heard something. And then slowly but surely... You know, with a you know what began as just a an odd little like smell. There was I smell something. I smell. It Are smells you like an eggs. egg. Is somebody eating an egg? It smells like eggs. And then all of a sudden, it went from that to oh god, oh god. Elizabeth throws open the door, is gagging, and I'm not kidding you. She was. Can we say, unbeknownst to us at well, the time? Yeah, we can. She, we didn't know she was about 10 weeks pregnant. We didn't know she was child, pregnant. Bernie. So she's got, you know, God only knows we've set her off on a morning sickness bin yes. thing. And um, you he- like she's like, where is the, you know, I need a, um, a garbage bin. I might throw up. And um, Marjorie's screaming. Yep. They fling the door open. Well, that releases this noxious cloud that is now traveling. And I am not kidding. This is not over-exaggerating to say it sent a toxic cloud throughout the station. And not just in our radio area, into over by KS95, over by ESPN 1500, into the lobby, which goes upstairs to where... Yes, the Hubbard family is located. The actual people who actually the, employ us. The Hubbard and are family who owns the entire for all of this. and caboodle. So for those of you who don't know, we have in our in our building three radio stations, two television stations, sales departments for all of that, the accounting for our entire company, which g- g- spans far beyond what is in that building. And this it cloud, an, I, I'm not even exaggerating, it is it is every so corner, foul. And it's in every corner of the building. Yeah. So Laura, uh, Marjorie and Elizabeth have to go into another studio because they can't be in the studio because it stinks so bad. The wafting uh, stench is now flying through the building. People are like, what's going on over in radio? Something has happened. 
we realized very quickly that we had done something horrible. Yeah. And very shortly after that, we got an email. So our big boss, uh, our boss... Uh, uh, our boss's boss. Our boss's boss was out of town at the time. And so uh, typically when he's gone, there's a number of people who take over for, you know, being in charge of us fools. And so we got an email from one of those people. And right before lunch. So we should tell you this yep. is all happening as we're about to go to lunch. We get this email. As we're going down to lunch that says, please come and see me after the show. That's all. In radio, you never want to get that email. Yeah. Especially when it's from someone who has the ability to can your behind. Yeah. That is not the email you ever want to see. So we are... Especially after the show. Because that 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 could mean some really bad stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So we are at lunch, and our boss right above us, B. Arthur, walks in uh, to the lunchroom, and I am pale as a ghost, and I say to her, why does so-and-so want to see us after the show? What should we do? And she knows that we've set off a stink bomb in the radio station, and she gives us some advice and just says you guys just need to go and do your show right now and do it the best you can do it yeah. um, because this is She's kind of like a big you're deal. probably fine but uh, you know just go do your show and um, you can deal with it later well at, at at that Colleen begins to melt down she is incapable of speaking in complete sentences we're about to go on the air I'm sweating through my shirt uh, the two of us try 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 to begin to do a show Marjorie comes in at that point to say on the air because we've told people I mean they've listened they've heard what happened Marjorie comes on and basically says you guys they're in there right now talking about what's going to happen and there's I want you to know there's a lot of closed door meetings she's like there's a lot of closed door meetings going on right now I want you to know that I have told them it was no big deal that I didn't care that it was fine and I you know I let, let's hope for the best at that, Colleen really begins to melt down, cannot speak at all. Now, this is a delightful thing, if I can just kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, that you should know about Bradley's and my relationship. Bradley and I have a lovely yin and yang relationship where when one of us is melting down, the other one can remain pretty cool and collected. Also, too, usually the one who's melting down is me. <laughs> So I am in meltdown mode. She's because in my mind, I'm in my mind going, OMG, I this I have to have this job. She's like, we're going to get fired. Children. We're going to get, 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 get fired. What am I going to tell my children? What am I going to do with my money? What am I going to, how am I going to drive my car? And I'm like, what about my house? The whole what about time I'm everything like, we I can't own? really get fired. We can't really get fired. We're not going to get fired. We're going to get yelled at. We're going to get written up. We're going to get yelled at. We're Meanwhile, the voice of reason who is doing, by the way, a mighty fine job of like talking me off the rails is sweating through his Because I'm melting down on the inside. At that point, B. Arthur comes in. Long story short, B. Arthur had asked our boss's boss person to send us that email. And it was all a joke. that there was no concern. They, they, I will say, they were not happy that we set off a stink bomb. And uh, our boss's boss, when he got back from being out of town, was like, what the bleep happened? Mm-hmm. Because people were aware of it. But our jobs... As far as we've been told, <laughs> we're, we're never not on the line. Really in jeopardy. It was B. Arthur the whole time who had concocted this plot. Turnabout being fair play. Yeah, but then she went back and said, you know, I apologize because I didn't realize you two were going to lose everything. 
you know, meaning like your sanity and your ability to do radio. They had plotted out an entire story arc that was going to span the three hours of the show, but when they heard the first 15 minutes and they <laughs> recognized they were that like, cut bait. I was literally shutting down like a toy that had run out of batteries. She was like, I, uh, <laughs> they were like, we can't do this for three hours. We got to put them out of their misery. So at about uh, halfway through the first hour of the show, they told us, you know, the whole story. In any case... That is why we are here today to tell you that story. Yeah. We also are aware that had our actual boss been in town, we may have had a stiffer... Um, penalty, perhaps. Penalty. Yeah. We, we um, certainly would have gotten a, a what what for. But we learned some valuable lessons in that. One of them is play the tape all the way through. Yeah, play the tape all the way through um, and never set off a stink bomb. And if something says fart bag, it's probably not... That- it, it's gonna smell bad. Yeah, and for a really long time. And also, that like to me is false advertising because it's like fart bag just sounds like a fart, right? <laughs> like how many of you haven't let off a fart and mm-hmm. you got over it real quick? No. This no. This was disgusting. It was really bad. Like the and it it clung to the air like, for the entire work day. Yeah. So. When we come back on Cobra Tells All on the Colleen and Bradley Show, a very special edition on Saturday at the Minnesota State Fair, we do have some audience questions that we can sure, uh, that we can get it. to. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Our friend Hope is back at the studio. She's taking notes. If you call in and leave a, a, a question for her, she'll pass it on to us so we can answer it. We've also got a lovely audience here. If you guys have any questions, you can come up to us in the break, whisper them to us. We'll write them down and make sure we get to them after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. Welcome back to the Cobra Tells Hello. All episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show this Saturday at the at the uh, My Talk booth at the Minnesota State Fair. And thank you to our broadcast sponsor, the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Uh, this is a very special episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show. So special. It really, Only because I, you I are feel here. Special. Do you feel special? Yes. Um, we are just kind of letting, we're just throwing all we're the plans it all, out the yeah, window. We're telling tales out of school. And um, our listeners here have had some questions. Some listeners have uh, called in with questions you can join the the question a- asking party at 651-641-1071 but we just had a question here in our live studio audience Colleen. Yes and it's kind of it was a two part question. Yeah, so the first it's a good part one. it is a great question. So the first part of the question was um, kind of using our uh, juice gate as an example. So oh, sure. we went through uh, an experience where the show before ours which is Donna and Steve had decided that they wanted to go on a juice cleanse. Now Bradley and I have done a lot of research on nutrition in our lives <laughs> and we just we, look. We think they're dumb. So basically, <laughs> science would have you understand that juice cleanses aren't really doing much for you, or at least they're probably not doing what you think they're doing for you. And so Colleen and I have been around the block when it comes to, you know, reading up on stuff like that because, well, we've done it and, you know, we've learned the hard way. Oh, I don't think that really does anything. Anyway, so when I heard, uh, because I very distinctly remember, mm-hmm. but should we ask the well, question? Well, the question first? was, yeah. yeah, the question was like things like that, bits like that that happen between shows or on shows, are those planned out? So that was the question. And then the follow-up question was, uh, does B. Arthur manage that type of thing? So does she help kind of help us with telling yeah. the story? And so I'll... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just speak from like this, per- in yep. this particular case, this is what I remember happening and correct the story. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking to myself, when I saw on social media that, that Donna and Steve were doing a juice cleanse, I was like, okay, first of all, people have done this before on mm-hmm. our station. Do you remember? I think it was The master Marjorie. cleanse and our boss, Amy, or B. Yeah, Arthur. Yeah, and it was that, that cleanse where you, you do the like lemon water and the cayenne pepper, yeah, that thing that everybody is doing. You are sick for basically... Yeah, you're basically, and then you have like the traps. Explosive stuff yeah. for like a week. Um, and that's a nice way of putting it. So when I saw that they were doing this, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Why are they doing this? This is not going to help them. And I was like, we need to call them out. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, um, attack them on the show yep. because this is silly. Mm-hmm. And that was literally an organic, you know, that was an organic experience. I will say, and you can add to this, but yep. I will say where B. Arthur comes in is that when when you start to talk about something like that on the air, B. Arthur is really good. B. Arthur, by the way, is our program director, for those of you who don't know. B. Arthur is very good at sort of telling you how best to tell the audience what it is you're trying to do. So it's not so much that it's, let's create something to poke fun at Donna and Steve about. Right. It's more like, okay, Donna and Steve have said they're doing this. You two think it's dumb. How best to communicate that to the audience? Yeah, That's where her talent lies. Yeah, so, like, What's the interesting part of this for everybody? Where yeah. are they going to engage with this? And I will say, in terms of those bits, often they they do start organically. Often it is something that we're maybe picking Donna Mills at. is a perfect oh, example. That is, the, that is actually the perfect example. That was something you couldn't... It was lightning in a bottle. That was not something that you could have planned out ahead of... You, we planned out the trajectory of it once it started um, in the sense that we knew we had to tell a story and, and we all had to be on board with it. But but what happened was Lori and Julia went to L.A. They thought that they had spent an evening chatting with Donna Mills. When they sent the picture to Jason and Alexis, our morning show, to say, they basically brag, we spent the whole evening hanging out with Donna Mills, they looked at the picture, that's Jason and Alexis, and said, yeah, no, that's not Donna Mills. Yeah. Well, the tension of that quickly infected all the rest of the shows and it became like such a fun thing for us all to weigh in on and it it was so dumb it wasn't like nobody was going to get hurt you know it was a fun light thing and well and you know occasionally we will all see things and then we will all engage it's not like this you know on tuesday we are all going to pretend that Lori and julia saw donna mills and now i will say a lot of times on radio i'm not going to say a lot of times on radio you have heard bits on the radio 
uh, other places, probably throughout your life, where people are sort of manufacturing things, yeah. and you're like, uh, you can probably tell. Yeah. But I will tell you that the, the beauty of my talk is we just take what is actually happening uh-huh. and then try to and then we make it fun some for the more drama to the mix. Well, and just to make it fun for the audience, because, yeah. you know, ultimately what we're trying to do is have fun on the radio, right. and if we're having fun, that's why, like, when the funniest stories for us are always the, the things that actually we find funny right which sounds obvious but right. but that's not always the case like that's not an easy thing to do and so because you and i have a natural chemistry sort of poking at each other yep. on occasion that helps you know other people enjoy it on the radio yeah. right like if you and i were pretending to make that happen it would sound you know forced like we were pretending to and make fake. it happen yeah you know which actually i think this is a great question that we got from a caller and by the way 651-641-1071 if you have a question for the cobra tell all episode on the colleen and bradley show uh, live with a parade at the minnesota state fair you can call 651-641-1071 and leave that with hope by the way i forgot I'm, I have to slow that down because I always say it so fast. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We did get this question from a caller. She said, "Who isn't easy to get along with, and do we the do we on staff get over conflicts easily?" And to that, and I'm going to give the like most obnoxious answer that you're going to all go, "She's lying," but I'm not. We really do all get along very well. We poke at each other in the way that you poke at brothers and sisters in a family, but we all get along really well. It's one of the reasons why we love um, doing a project down in Dirty, because we don't get to spend time as a full staff together very often at all. We see each other as we switch studios. Sometimes you interface with a different show that's on at a different day part just because you're at the station at the same time. But in terms of like all of us being together at the same time, the only time that really happens is at Project Down and Dirty. And so that's one of the reasons why we look forward to that four days of uninterrupted bonding time, right? Well, and I will speak for us because I know us. I don't, I, you know, I know what people say, but I don't, I don't know what's really, yeah. you know, what the world. I can only speak for us. Yes. And when I, what I'm saying is that um, if you and I tried to make stuff sound like we were having fun and we weren't, you would totally hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I mean, there are times when she's driving me insane. He never drives me but crazy. But I will usually tell her that and vice versa. So, I mean. That's true. You know, we, that and, helps. And we try to shortcut any conflict resolution as much as possible. Right? I mean, I hope. I think we Is do. there anything you want to talk about? Well, actually, now that you bring that up. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the time. How about this? This question from a listener. Uh, what do you really think of Farrah Abraham and Courtney Stodden? So two of our Z-list favorites. Courtney Stodden, of course, child bride of Doug Hutchinson. Well, formerly. And then, ta- not Tan Mom. No, nope, Farrah Abraham. Farrah teen Abraham, mom. Teen Mom. Well, Hi. Welcome to the show. You can tell there's a parade going on at the very same time. You know, I I, I enjoy that the Minnesota State Fair makes this happen for our show. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. No big deal. Um, okay, so uh, let's start with Courtney Sodden. I will confess to this: when we first learned of Courtney Sodden, Bradley and I love a character. Any character, if you are traditionally like a little bit offbeat, we're pr- we're going to be interested in you. So. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, 
it's partially because of who we are. Like we're we're not getting a lot of A list celebrities coming on noon, you know, noon to three radio this Monday through Friday. So we kind of like we were like, what is making this Courtney Stodden chick uh, tick? And so we invited her to be on our show, and um, after speaking to her. We really enjoyed her. The first time we talked to her, we really felt like, you know, this is a girl who is, you know, for all, of course, there's things you can disagree about her life, but she's trying to make stuff happen and she's like doing it. Um, Farrah Abraham, we have an, also have an opinion about, but we're going to share that on the other side of the break. Yeah, we can share that. Maybe uh, also get to some other listener questions and some behind the scenes, like, uh, you know. Who smells? Yeah. Six five Who's one, the smelliest? 641-1071. If you have a question, we'll answer it on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. She's a robo babe. In Latin, she would be called Babia Majora. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Entertainment. Saturday. This is a very special episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are going to teach you life lessons about things like yes. not climbing in refrigerators. And what? Okay, no. Punky Brewster. Yep. Cherry. No, it's not like that. No, what we are actually going to do is give you diet advice. Nope. That's also how to not stay thin out at the do. Minnesota State Fair. Um, no, we no, are telling all. We would never all. do such things. This is the Cobra Tell All episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show. On my talk 1071 this is a it's turning into a tradition meaning this is the second year After we've done today, it. it will be a tradition exactly uh, but we've been answering your questions we've been answering the audience's questions well that's the same thing and we've been telling st- stories about moments on my talk that happen behind the scenes or just really good memories so um, we've answered a couple questions from the audience and the last question we were kind of halfway through was what did you what do you really think of Courtney Stodden and Farah Abraham. Yeah. And we were going to talk about Farah Abraham. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much mystery here. And again, what you hear us say on the air is probably what we actually think. We are genuinely curious about people like Courtney Stodden, Tan Mom, Farah Abraham. People give us crap about it, but... You know, life, I, I find people to be endlessly fascinating. They really are. Even when they're a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, we cast uh, no, um, or we, what's the word I'm looking, what's the phrase? We take no prisoners? Well, yeah, no, but we... Everything, um, nothing is we real We don't take smokes? things too seriously. That's true. So when it comes to Fair Abraham, I mean, she's a hot mess, but you got to give her credit because that woman is making some money for her family. Oh, you don't agree? No, that is oh. the truth. I was going to say, she's got hustle. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with her hustle nor would i hustle her hustle but um but she's making it happen yeah. I, the one thing here's one thing i will say about farah abraham because we have now interviewed her what two or three times yeah we have to make a special rule um I'm <laughs> not gonna, to ask any question to not, well which is kind, kind of, of actually when you do an interview kind of because okay so i'll really quickly without boring you to death i'll explain a couple pieces of mechanics with the radio station with our show we have a couple breaks that are called soft breaks which means we can kind of maybe take them a minute late or a minute early um we try to hit them right on the mark but it's not like a do or die thing and then we have two breaks that are called hard breaks which means they start playing music to tell us to shut our mouths and if we don't shut our mouths it's going to the next thing whether we like it or not yeah and so to make it sound good you should probably shut your mouth so we have had to kind of make an unspoken rule that Farah Abraham should we ever interview her again she's not allowed to be on one of those hard breaks because she doesn't have periods to her sentences no 
she speaks she's not in a able long to stop so you'll get one question sentence. out and you'll say hey how's it going Farah? blah 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 okay and, great have a great day we're going to break and it doesn't make sense yeah. so then there's also that she will she will go she will have do her own interview um, and so that's how we feel about Farrah Abraham. Yeah. In a nutshell. Do we have another question? Um, yeah, hold on. Let me. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Okay, we had a question about um, why did we get rid of, and now I can't even remember the name of the segment, but the segment that the person was specifically oh asking about what was. What did we call that? Um, we were resolving conflicts between two people, and I cannot remember. Oh, what we called what did we it? Call that? So clearly, it was an yeah. award-winning segment because we don't even remember doing it. So, and so, and I, <laughs> so, then I will just pull back and say we've gotten, we've start, we've uh, we've started new segments and we've we've ended other segments. Um, meaning, we've done bits that we've run out of road for and kind of canceled, and then we've brought on new things or we've tried things that didn't stick. And there's always a lot of reasons why we make those decisions, right, Bradley? I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I can't it, speak to that part one. Part of it is because we just don't want to do it anymore. Part of yep. it's because we just feel like there's not a lot of life in it. Part of it's just because, um, you know, maybe maybe um, we're tr- we want we need space to try something else out. Maybe B. Arthur just said that stinks. That don't do dumb. it anymore. Yeah. yeah, and and to be perfectly honest, we, we there are there are some segments that we love, like Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well, because it just writes itself. We, we don't have to do anything. It. We it, just. You know. The comedy is like written in, baked in, and we love crazy, stupid idiots. And and we hear from other people that they love crazy, stupid idiots. And so, we we will continue to do that one. But there have been ones uh, segments that we've maybe gotten a little bored of, and we'll go. You know what? I just let's put that one away for a while and try something new and see if we can find something else to get really excited about and be creative around. And so that's kind of the the why in that occasion of uh, why we got rid of. I don't remember that segment exactly. I know. Well, why, clearly, again, it was totally a winner because yeah. we don't remember. I can't even remember what it was called. Does anybody remember what it was called? I mean, I really don't even remember. See? Yeah. No, they don't it's care. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I do, you don't did, even miss it. We did have another question from Mrs. Waterman on Twitter. Ooh, said, fun. any embarrassing moments from your shows on location, perhaps with a guest or audience member? Can I tell the one story? Do you have one? But no, I, I can't. Wanna, nothing is springing to mind. Okay. I want to. Can we tell the chiropractor? Was it a chiropractor? Oh. Can we tell that story? I don't know why. I can't imagine why not. Okay. Well, you and know, you, my 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 motto in life is do it, and if you have to pay the consequences later, that's fine. No, and I don't think it's anybody. Good. I, I, they're not with us. I anymore. don't know. They didn't die, but no, I don't. Think so. Well, let me put it this way: I'm not going to identify anybody, although I did say it was a chiropractor. I don't believe that they're on the station anymore. I don't know. Um, should we not tell it? No, tell it. I I don't. I seriously don't know. Oh, okay. I don't even remember their names. Um. We were doing a live broadcast. And, you know, live broadcasts like this one, these are awesome because we get to get out and see you and have fun and interact. And sometimes they'll be at a place of business, which mm-hmm. is awesome because, again, we get to see you. You get to come out. Usually there's like a deal or there's some fun right. happening. Like you get some cocktails maybe or, or some Or there's nibbles. like food. That's or, the exciting yeah, one. Right? We always love food. Well, on one of those particular occasions, <laughs> we were on a live broadcast where the business closed... In the middle of our broadcast. In the middle of our broadcast. Like the they people that were the running doors. the business locked the door Turn and they were like, the peace out, you guys, have a great time. And we're like, um, what? so we're doing a show here. And we can't like shut this down because we're doing the show. Yeah. They did. They And we were 
outside. We were just outside of their actual office. So when you think like, oh, they shut it down and yeah. shut the lights off, they really did. We were just right outside the door, and it su- suddenly turned into a total ghost town. And we were like, okay. and that was that was. I will say that was year. That would never happen never. today. That was. I feel like. There were some tumbleweeds going on. Like it was just, it was a different time it was. for us. <laughs> it was like you know there were we probably had five listeners right. on our show. I'm right. saying because we were in the middle of the day and mm-hmm. nobody knew about us. Um, and so I, you know, but it was just one of those experiences where you're like, okay, so we're just gonna finish doing the thing and then we're gonna ask a question when we get back. I will say, just generally speaking, and I, you know, I'm wondering by the way that Mrs. Waterman asked that question, I'm like, have we? Is there a story that we're missing that we've forgotten that because it sounded like it was a leading question? Yeah. But but he, here's what I will say in general is I always feel terrible about this because you can't really tell when, especially at the, like the state fair, you can't tell when you walk up. If we're talking on the air or if we're not on the air, like there's nothing that indicates that from a distance, right? We don't have an on-air light. There's nothing that says that we're on air. So I mean, usually us talking into the microphone. I don't know, is a but good sometimes idea, I, but, yeah, but know. sometimes I'm talking in the microphone to talk to people out in the. But we're not on yeah, the yeah. air. Anyway, we've had like we've been at remote broadcasts before. Oh yeah, where people will just come right up to, especially when we're at a table, kind of at, on the level with everybody, and they'll come right on up. And they'll just start talking to you. Well, we're doing the show. And they're trying to have a conversation. And we're like, I don't know. And you feel like a jerk. Yeah, because you just ignore, ignore, ignore. We want to be nice people, but we can't talk back because that's not good for everybody who's listening. And so, so sometimes that can be kind of an awkward awkward moment on a remote trying to remember embarrassing moments i feel like we have we've not had embarrassing moments on the air or on location <sighs> i feel yeah there's i feel like there's got to be a story that we're like missing because that she I'm knows sure. that we don't know that it, we also have terrible memories um we barely remember how long we've been on the air yeah there's li- well today so literally there's something called show amnesia which oh, yeah. the minute you walk out of like the studio you forget everything you just talked about for three hours i think it's like the brain's way of protecting itself so like people will go what did you talk about on your show today and we'll both we will have literally just exited the studio Look, and we'll i have go, no idea what really we talked remember. about at it's all. A, I think it's a protective mechanism, the human <laughs> brain. Yeah, <laughs> so that we don't have can to we, like ruminate over all the dumb things we said. Can we? Um, which are plenty. Yeah. Can we talk about head. some of the um, people we've had to hang up on before? <gasps> Guests. Um, like Madonna's brother. Yeah. So you're probably like, well, why would you be talking to Madonna's brother? Well, he wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Michael yeah. Chacon, I think, is yep. his name, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he wrote a book. I don't remember what the book was about. I'm sure it was Didn't about his sister. It. But we were like, brother of Madonna? Sure, it's the closest we're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, we started talking to him, and it didn't take but... Now, this is a guy who has been in the public eye for, you know, well, as long as his sister has been famous, presumably, right? right? He right. has his own career. He's a professional individual. I don't remember what he does, but... I think he has, he, like, a clothing line But or he has clearly... Yes, I think he clearly has done interviews before. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long before... Something he dropped, happened. He dropped, uh, he dropped a bomb. And I mean, I think a it was word. an S bomb. I think it was the S word. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, that's one that you can get in some trouble for. Um, And I don't mean he could get in trouble for. I mean, we could get in trouble for. We're not losing our jobs because of, uh, you know, Madonna's brother. So just a really quick. Madonna, sure. I will give really quick logistics to this really quickly. The first thing you need to know is sometimes on radio stations, sometimes people pre-record interviews and make them sound live and then they air them as live. We don't do that typically. We usually do do our. We do them live but we like to live on the edge yeah people like to know ahead of time uh, whether or not they're doing them live or sometimes they just assume that they're doing them recorded well we did not clarify that for him so turns out he assumed that this was a pre-recorded interview and if he swore we would be able to manage that not true nope the other thing you need to know is that we do have what's called a dump button this is an eight second delay so what we're doing right now the people who are listening through the radio aren't going to hear for eight seconds. The reason we have that is for these instances when people like Madonna's brother say the S word and we value our jobs, we hit that dump button and it quickly erases those eight seconds. And now we're live. So everything that's coming out of our mouth is going through the radio at the same time. There's one fatal, uh, or I should say not fatal. There's one very important caveat to that though, is that's not an endless uh, eight seconds, you can continually just keep pressing. Exactly. Because in order to get those eight seconds magic, it involves taking time that actually has passed. And so it long takes story short. 15 minutes to get those eight seconds back. Yeah, because the radio just sort of, just think about this little thing stealing some of your, you know, gaps, right? And that has to build up, as Colleen said, over 15 minutes. So if you do it once, boom, we've now got to wait. Uh, well, I think we could probably do it twice, right? Or no, no, we can only we have, do it once. Only once? Okay. And then if so, he swears again within 15 minutes... Then we're, we're S-C-R-E-W-E-D. Exactly. And guess what happened? Period. He did it again. He did it again. And we learned another valuable lesson that day. I'll teach you a hint, though, or not a a, a pro tip. If you want to hear naughty words that you're not supposed to, if they ever should leak out of somebody's mouth on the radio, listen to our live stream. Because I think the live stream still is such that you won't hear the uh, that delay Mm. cut out. Right? Pro tip. I you know I don't know for sure actually. Well, because we get people all the time who say no. I heard heard that. that. That's true. And I think it's because they're listening on the live stream. That's true. I'm not encouraging. Encouraging you to do that, you understand. We're I just, just think saying. that's a function of the technology. Uh, we are going to take another quick break when we come back. The very end of the 2018 annual tradition. Oh my God! How time all. flies when you talk out, uh, out of out school. Of school. Exactly yeah. right. We'll be back with more after this on my talk 107.1. Well, this is it. We just have a few more minutes left of the uh, much-anticipated annual Team Cobra Tells All episode. So, um, it's, <laughs> I don't know who was anticipating it. It's been a very forthcoming two hours, and yes. we're very excited to finally uh, be wrapping it up and uh, getting ready to turn it over to our good friends Donnie and Julia. I think it's those two are, today, Are they right? coming back? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Is I this think the that's last on Monday. I think well, we might be the... Today? I don't know. I don't know what happens next. Are we done after this? Well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Listen, we're the end. The audience <gasps> is telling us this. You They're like, guys, yes, you guys are done. We're the yeah. last. Oh, it's right there. Look at that. The last dance. We are. This is it, man. Last our chance final song. for love. Okay, um, so this is your last ha- chance to learn anything. We're not going to do this tell-all business yep. again until next year. Yeah. So you'll have to hold on to whatever great questions you have until next year. We will tell all the same stories next year. Mostly. Maybe we could just play this Except, one over again. Except, you know, in case, like, we'll leave room for something really 
obnoxious sure to happen this year. Stuff will go down at Project Down and Dirty. I will yes. say so that's something that's coming up next. So you guys know that Project Down and Dirty, it's our reality show on the radio. Every year they throw us uh, into a fish out of water uh, experience, and then you guys get to watch it all and listen to it all unfold yes. on social media, etc. Um, this year we are doing Project Down and Dirty comedy. And uh, we will be doing improv and stand-up all together for a week. It'll culminate in a show at Mystic Lake. and um, But throughout Project Down, Project's Down and Dirty past, mm -hmm. uh, we have certainly got to know one another a lot better. Because remember, we're actually sort of living together in the same space for a week. Yes. And I will say, you know, the first... Project Down and Dirty that we were able to take part in uh, was the second annual Project yeah. Down and Dirty. The first year, they lived here on the Minnesota State Fairgrounds in an RV. And uh, we had just started our weekend show, so we were involved in as much as we hosted their reunion show. We sort of did a play-by-play -play of things that had happened during that experience. Um, but it wasn't until the next year when we were part of the daily lineup on My Talk 1071 that we were invited to take part in Project Down and Dirty Mall of America. We literally lived in a um, an old storefront, uh, an Ed what had been an Ed Hardy store. Uh, we lived in that space for three days, I think. We slept there. Um, we had beds brought in and each sh everybody had to share a bed and you basically shared a bed with Except your for Donnie somehow got out of sharing a bed yeah, well, that how, year. Did, how did that work I think because nobody wanted to sleep in the same bed as Donnie but it, who even cares because we were all in the same darn room it was loud it was uh, it was just we didn't sleep so let's just be honest about that for four days living in the Mall of America now I love Mall of America when I'm awake I love it there. Yeah, I don't like sleeping with my coworkers in a storefront at the Mall of America. That the only thing separating us from the outside world was literally a sheet. There so, was a sheet between us and the public area where uh, listeners could sit and watch us broadcast live. So in the morning, when the morning show was on, as soon as the mall opened, they would open the front of the storefront and people would pour in to watch the morning show and Bradley and I might be you know still sleeping. kind of waking up or <laughs> sleeping or just we most definitely were sleeping when the yes. morning show started because the morning show starts at 5 30 yes right? and um and there was but a sheet that was between us and the public and so sometimes people would peek through and we would just be like hi there was no shower we're sleeping we did not have a shower For three days no shower we shared one we're sleeping bathroom. in the same beds we stink it one bathroom for, Misery. let's see, two, four, Twelve. six, 12 people. Now, what oh, happened that year it was, miserable. was that uh, at the time, Marjorie and her producer, their producer, Emma, had had this uh, thing, this idea concocted that they were going to pretend like they had gone to Las Vegas. But they hadn't really Be gone to Las Vegas. Because the whole premise of this entire experience, Project Down and Dirty is a little different now, but at that point, the premise was that we would be locked into the mall for those days, and we could not go anywhere with... We could not leave the storefront, the fishbowl, the bubble, without express permission. Like, we couldn't go use one of the f fancy restrooms, and I'm sure they have showers at the Mall of America right. for somebody. They certainly had them for dogs, because we had to wash... We had to bathe dogs while we were there. It's a long story. But um, 
but we were not allowed to leave that enclosure. It was like we were zoo animals uh, unless we had expressed permission. So the notion that not only did they escape from the building, but that they escaped to... Las Vegas. Yeah. Was, was kind of a big deal. Hilarious. And they had a whole thing planned. Well, at the end of the day, when they, we found out that they hadn't gone to Las Vegas... We sent them to Las Vegas, and it was this very, I mean, it was, we didn't know if they were really in Las Vegas or not. We didn't know when they were coming back. We didn't know, and and Bradley and I, were we really had that moment where we were like, this feels like a reality show. Yeah, we're show. like, I don't know what's going on. We I just know that I have not been in a shower for three days, <laughs> and I have know. not had one normal movement. We didn't know what was real or what was not real or who, I, I, there, I hadn't discovered crazy. the importance of regular fiber supplements and um you know i have one of those uh in internal uh yep. systems that what the Shuts further down. you move away from your zip code the harder it is to use the facilities it has a gps yeah well even better than that at the end of that project down in dirty we awarded uh something called miss congeniality and that was uh taken by vote we went around the room and this was during our reunion episode so we'd all come back together now we're all sitting around a room talking about what had happened and and uh we go we go around the room and take a vote who do you think was miss congeniality on the staff and it goes around the room and it is uh between alexis and me it gets to Lori and julia and Lori votes for Julia, and then Julia votes for Julia, and then it's Donnie's turn, and Donnie votes for either Alexis or me, and Lori, there was a look on her face that I couldn't interpret until we got to the break, and she turned to Donnie and said, no, Donnie, you were supposed to vote for Julia. Julia wants to be Miss Congeniality more than anything in the whole wide world. Well, and what you don't know is that Okay, you're asking yourself, well, who cares about Miss Congeniality? None of us cared. Nobody All we did. wanted to do was get the heck out of there and get bathe, to a shower. Go to the, well, go to the bathroom, bathe, sleep, and forget any of this had happened. And then, oh, by the way, we had to show up the next day and do our our shows. Yes, like it. it we literally felt like we had some sort of post. You know, issue. Yes, it right. Was, it was because we we were just confined for three days, and the most important thing to Julia and Lori at that moment was that Julia gets crowned Miss Congeniality, which is none a of us fake knew that that contest. was a a thing or b that it mattered. And you would have thought that it was, you know, literally the lottery, and she missed out on a million dollars because the amount of vitriol that spewed forth from Lori and Julia to Donnie. And it was sustained, not just for that moment, but also the next day and into the next week. I would be in the office and Lori would yell at me and try to get me to sign off on how horribly mistreated Julia was for not being selected Miss Congeniality. And we also had this moment of retrospect when we realized that Julia had been campaigning for it the entire time and we didn't even know it was a thing. So she would like be sweeping up, we'd be going to dinner and she'd be cleaning the area, sweeping the area and then telling everybody, look at I'm trying to keep our area clean. And we were like, oh. And then another night she went and got us wine and oh, Miss Congeniality. And by the way, the, if the irony is present in your life, uh, that the person who didn't win Miss Congeniality was throwing a tantrum and angry. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of writes itself. <laughs> it was comedy. Anyway, so uh, thank you for all sticking with us. Thanks for being with us, you guys. Episode, uh, and we can't wait to do it again next year. Thanks for hanging with us at the fair today.